0: Jazz Money is a Wiradjuri poet and artist whose creative and cultural practice encompasses installation, performance, film and text-based works. Jazz Money will feature in the 2023 Yilingwa exhibition Between Waves and will combine the two strands of their practice, poetry and film, to present an immersive three-channel video project for the exhibition. I was lucky enough to chat with Jazz Money about their work and their involvement in the exhibition. So welcome to NITV Radio and thanks so much for your time.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So you're a Wiradjuri storyteller, um, a poet and artist and produce work encompassing installation, performance, film and text-based works. Can you tell us a bit about your work and where you draw your inspiration from?
1: My work kind of comes from, is inspired by my life um, and what it is to sort of operate in the world. But I guess I'm really interested in how story and narrative create the world and how the stories that we tell become a part of who we are. Um, but they're also political tools, right? We we understand so intimately as black the way that stories are told to legitimize or delegitimize things about our existence, um, things about the colony's existence. So I guess all of that plays together. Um and like you said, I make work that sort of spans a range of different mediums. But really it's driven by thinking deeply about something, researching deeply and then considering how it can be realised. Sometimes that's through writing, sometimes that's through an installation. But for me, it always seems to kind of come back to poetry and words and, and yeah, and, and the power of these words.
0: And you'll be featuring in the 2023 white exhibition, uh, Between Waves, which features commissions by emerging and established First Nations artists. Can you tell us more about this?
1: Yeah, so Jessica Clark, the curator, um, was first in touch about a year ago and we've been working together over that time to create a work that um, speaks to the concepts of the show, thinking a lot about uh, time and technology and silences has been a big part of that conversation and so I've made a work that is a three-channel video work um, that is a composite of uh, lots of different lines of poetry that sort of Move in a randomized way in the space to create a different text, uh, every time, every, every 15 seconds or so, um, which is sort of tied in with different imagery and footage as well. So it's been, it's been a really fun process. It was a work that, um, I felt like a solution to some problems that I have as a poet, which Mm. is, you know, I often write lines that then never end up anywhere. And this was an opportunity to put all those lines in a place and um, it became sort of a vessel for thinking about what to do with all these lost lines and how actually when you randomize them or hand them back over to chance, they can create really meaningful pairings with one another. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's a bit about the work.
0: And uh, you also have a major feature film called Wanangana, commissioned by National Film and Sound Archive, and will premiere at the British Film Institute in London before touring uh, nationally and internationally. And Can you tell us more about that process and a little bit more about the project and the film?
1: Yeah, so Wanangana has been um, a project that I've been working on for a couple of years with the National Film and Sound Archive. It's the first time that the archive has worked with and artists, they commissioned um, me to respond to the, the archives, which was a really daunting task, you know? It's a, it's a huge, huge thing. And um, I got into it by thinking, you know, what are these archives? How how do they function? How how can we access them? What is held within them? And that was a lot of questions that I, I really struggled to find the answers to. Um, which was what informed the work the work is very much about archival inheritances and how as blackfellas um, these archives have often been used as tools against us audiovisual collections um, have been created you know so often without the consent of our mob. Um, but I was curious to see if there's ways to rewrite that story to recontextualize and reclaim a lot of what is held in those collections because you know our our kin and so many people's families are are held in these collections and those people are dignified, proud, important people and they're not just reduced to these sort of images that a white person gazed upon. Um, So that's a lot of what the story is about, but it's also about contemporary Indigenous filmmaking um, and trying to celebrate our voices in these collections and prioritise our voices in these collections so it's yeah like you said a feature length um made entirely of archival footage and sort of strung together with poetry and an amazing original score by ryan clapham dobby uh which has just you know brought so much power to the work as well so it's it's really exciting and yeah it'll be premiering in london in october and then doing a national tour
0: Wanangana is a Wiradjuri word. How did you come to picking the title? And do you use a lot of language in your other works as well?
1: Um, I work. I use. I use Wiradjuri language wherever it <laughs> is a part of my life. And I'm a language learner. You know, I'm not fluent. Um, but as I learn language, I incorporate it into into my life. And the title, "When Nangana, has always been attached to the work. Um, it just kind of was instant. It's, it's a work that's hard to translate into in, It's a word, sorry, that's hard to translate into English. But it means something along the lines of to see and to think and to know. And it's about, to me, it speaks to embodied knowledges. And that is so much of what this work is about. It's about prioritizing embodied knowledges, not, um, academic (laughs) knowledges. Mm. Um, but I, my first book, um, called How to Make a Basket worked with a lot of Wiradjuri as well. It was sort of, um, dipped in and out of English and Wiradjuri. So I think it's really important to see our languages sitting, um, with equal or more prominence against English uh, and and just making them an everyday part of life.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time and taking the time to chat to NITV today.
1: Thanks so much for having me.